but again, that's all for the plot. That's one of the biggest things I've learned with putting myself on the internet is everyone I don't want to see it is going to see it. A hundred percent. I, it, we, earlier on when we first met each other, we talked about for the plot. Oh yeah. All the time. Yeah. Everything that we did together, it was for the plot. Oh, a hundred percent. Always for the plot. Always. So I. What's the what's your most recent for the plot? Okay, I don't really know what the most recent thing was. Maybe like September was wild, and then I've been like in a cocoon since. Like I'm like I'm not doing shit. Like I'm like I'm done. Like I'm not answering my phone. How about you? Maybe you'll jog my memory. I'm trying to think back to uh, copies. Please. So I was thinking for. You may or may not know this, but I actually you do know this. We watch a ton of them. I love. <laughs> comedy specials and I yes. love comedy and I love I've been looking for live comedy forever but I'm a horrible horrible researcher yeah so last night my most recent for oh the boss oh my god on your snapchat I saw, did you do it I went oh okay so I I didn't do any stand up I have okay. I'm starting to do a few bits trying to refine them. That's sick. I'm going to more live mic nights at, near my apartment. Um, I'm trying to get into the scene, you know, for the plot. Yeah, oh, of course. But most recently, I just started up a new job in insurance, not exactly where I want to be. Oh, I remember that was the job you were going for. I remember that one. I really wanted to do the policing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm getting more in shape for that, but... In the meantime, right now, I'm doing insurance, and my coworkers are amazing. Oh, that's dope. So we had a text yesterday, two days ago, yeah, two days ago, saying, hey, I'm going to a comedy show, do you want to come with me? But, just like caveat, all my coworkers, my youngest coworker, my next youngest coworker is 43. Okay, also, oh, they, so I love they that. The dad energy or, like, the mom energy at work, it hits different. All females, all mom energies. Oh, that's the best. So, she goes, uh, we're going out to a comedy show. Do you want to come? Like, absolutely. So, it's her and all of her daughter's friends. And never met these people before in my entire life. We went to dinner together, car ride, drinks. It Throwing myself into new experiences is some of the best times ever. Okay, now I got one. You do? Alright. So it's weird. I think it had started while you and I were wrapping up talking that this woman found me on Facebook to dog walk. Okay. And so she had called me like off my Facebook profile. She's like, give me my entire life story. I'm like, yes, I know. I did do that. I did do that. And she's like, you should, you'd be really great with this like 90-year-old woman and her senior golden retriever. I walk this dog three times a week, and now this woman, I'm, I'm taking a day off on Friday, her and I are going to go check out her horse ranch, like, all this stuff, like, she's a very, like, wealthy, she's from New Zealand, she's, like, a well-to-do lady, like, she's written books, so, like, she lets me go in her library and pick out books, she's, like, my adopted grandma, oh my and, like, God. I just started by this random woman on Facebook meeting up with her and going to this stranger's house, like, I could have very well have done this. <laughs> you could have been abducted. I could have, yeah. yeah. I'm very bad at that. Yeah. My, <laughs> my friend Chelsea I had met her the day I got the thigh tattoo we literally met each other she drove to my house from like Springfield I yeah. drove her to Newport that was our first meet 
went to the beach, got tattoos, and now we're like best friends. That's dope. And I dropped her off yesterday, and on the way home, I met some girl from like my OCD page that follows me. She was great, I really liked her. I was like, I am gonna come on here and tell you about my anxious thoughts all the time. Like, that's not gonna change. People can judge me all they want. You're setting yourself up for success though, because you're you're setting your pages up like you already have 10,000 followers. So once you do get that break, you're already ready to expand. I'm trying to have the confidence you, you're to there. do it. <laughs> you are there. Thank I, you. What, whether or not you intend for the confidence to be there or not, you, because you're already so open and public with most things. Yeah. So just you just continue that. And it's, it, for me at least, in my interpretation of the social media world, it's very rare to have someone be open and real period. Yeah, I try and be, like, there's very few things that the world doesn't see of me. Um, do, do I look, do I look foolish? Is my, like, just <laughs> Have you tried it yet? No, I, I don't know where to begin. Do You're I still eat, so thrown do, off. Do I drink it with well, a spoon? Normally the spoon is to mix in the broth. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is something that, you know, usually I, I just drink canned energy drinks and I'm not into this coffee culture. I don't know. Every time I go somewhere and they have a London Fog Latte, it changes my life, so I'm very glad I got that. Is it good? It's pretty much just espresso, but like, is, to do it here, it has to be decent. That is espresso. That is a lot. <laughs> if you want to go get something else, you're yeah. all good. But, um, yeah, no, so that kind of thing, like, I just say, like, if I act like I have the confidence and I post in places, like, it will get in the right people, like, and that's totally fine, and I just like doing it, because, again, like, there's, like, a handful of people that, like, DM me all the time, and I'm like, that's what I do it for. There's the assholes, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I think that's what keeps me from doing most things, most things is other people's interpretations of me and I'm trying to stray away from that. For example, coming on this See, podcast. It'll help even with stand-up, just getting used to like talking and knowing it's being recorded. Right. Like it kind of, I forget it exists, but I know a lot of my friends, like when they're with me, they're looking down. They're like looking at the recording the whole time. And I'm like, it happened. It's totally fine. But yeah, it's kind of just getting the courage, even with stand-up with anything, like to start and then keep going, even if the traction doesn't build. Because like there's some things I do that like don't do as well. And I'm just like, all right, next one. Like, it, it's better to try and not to succeed than to never know if you would have. Because sadly, I know the reality in the saturated market online, and this will never be my job. Realistically, yeah. I would love for it to be my job, but realistically, like all of this creative stuff is just going to be a hobby of something I enjoy. And so, like, even now, I'm pretty much at the point that I'm going to lose my job in the next, like, three months. Wow. That's what encouraged me to move home. Like, I'm on okay. calls with people from India every day, teaching them how to do my job. Wow. So I have a few trips planned. I'll probably book a few more. Got some. Got a tattoo booking for next week. And then move <laughs> to New York and take it as it goes from there. But, yeah, like, then I'm, like, I'll use, like, a month off to, like, fully dive into this, plan out a lot of stuff, record a lot of stuff, like, go that route. Okay. I need to figure out... To get the confidence to ask my parents to be on this podcast without them looking it up. My parents were married. My, my mom had me by 23. Isn't so, that scary to imagine, like having a child at this age? Terrifying. They, they were. My mom was married at 21. They, my mom and dad met, but didn't go out. My mom was 
16, 17. My dad was 17, 18. Like, that's what... Oh, what the hell? I'm going to imagine being a kindergartner right now. We're what, a third grader? Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm good with my dogs. They are yeah. my children. They'll, they'll cry at you, but you know, you don't have to worry about them. I don't even know. Like honestly, my biggest thing is almost impulse control. Like with my friends and stuff like that. Like if someone pisses me off, like even my dogs, I'm like fuck you, and I'll fuck them off. If I do that to a child, they're gonna need therapy. Like <laughs> let's let's be real here. We all need therapy. It I mean, probably, I need therapy, but I'm, I'd be more of it. <laughs> we should just been raw dogging this shit. My one of my good, good guy friends called me who just started going to therapy. He's like, Sarah, I get better. Like I talk to you and I'm, I feel better than going to this therapist. And I'm like. They teach you coping skills. He's like, I don't want more. And I'm like, that's why you need coping skills. <laughs> I'm like, I can teach you, but I've got my toolbox. But having a therapist relationship helps. Even though my therapist like accidentally like pops up on my TikTok all the time, like I'll mention something, and she's like, Yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's not like you don't know about it anyway. <laughs> I'm telling you all this. Yeah, I'm like, I'm telling you this. With pictures, I was like, do you need a slideshow of like my life and like people in my life? And she's like, that might be a good idea. And I was like... It'd be... Because you will build a PowerPoint. I will. Yeah. And it will be the most beautiful fucking thing anyone's ever seen. If I do something, I'm doing it false to the wall. Like, and it's Man. right. As you should. That's my problem with everything. Even my dad and I were the same person. And so we got in a fight the other day and I was like... I want to be... I want all the stuff out of my house by Friday. And he said, fine, I'll be there Friday at 10 a.m with a moving truck like a moving truck ready to take everything and I was like I mean I'm not moving till the end of the month but like till this till late December actually but I'm like okay now I'm like I'm stubborn so I have to do it it has to be perfect everything has to be ready to go so I'm not gonna sleep for this entire week <laughs> nothing's ready <laughs> my friend Chelsea came over on Friday she's like I'll help you pack and I'm like two margaritas and I'm like we're not packing we're not no, it's just it's not gonna happen, and I was like, yeah, that's just fine. So that's the adventure of it. <laughs> For the plot. For the plot. I was like, I'll figure it out, or he'll come in 10 a.m. and we'll yell at each other, and that's fine. <laughs> it's, and then he'll help me pack up everything. That's just what's going to happen. I'm trying this whole like new wave with his girlfriend, so I'm like, he won't like yell at me. Like, okay. This whole like he never cursed before, and now she's like, fuck this, and he's like, yeah, fuck that. And I'm like, there we go. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, there we go, Bob, right around. Like, I'm like, this girl's good for you. Can I chill a little bit? Yeah, I'm like, dude, you were so boring. It, honestly, the same with my parents growing up. They, they were super. I wouldn't say conservative, but everything was by the book, their book. They wrote the book. I'm going to listen to the book, and if I don't like it, there's no other option. There was. I used to be a very picky eater when I was growing up. Are you still a picky eater? So, they, as soon as they saw that I was developing into a picky eater, they bought a sign that they hung in our dining room. It was no. a dinner options, take it or leave it. They're, they're <laughs> passive aggressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. And their, one of their favorite lines of all time was... Um, here, you you have an option. Just every option that you have has consequences. So you can either do something with minimal consequences, and maybe even those consequences are positive, or do it your way and 
you know how that's going to end. That's so, like, for me, I'm, I'm still a picky eater. Yeah. My mom made me my own dinner. I never got punished. Really? Yeah, I never got punished. My dad would be like, if you don't go to church, I'll take your phone. And I was like, try me. Did I always go to church? Yes, except like one time. And he went to take my phone. I was like, go ahead. Yeah. And he wouldn't do it. Really? Yeah. So that's so interesting. Like the polar opposites. Like my mom would bring a separate meal to like family dinners for me. Wow. Which is, I guess, why I'm still a picky eater. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm grateful for my parents for everything that I have and probably ever will have. Me. And they taught me so many great life lessons. And, you know, even sure that I would have developed my openness eventually, but I think the, the food, being open to trying different types of food is a very important one. Yeah. Mine is always texture. The tech, oh, Like lettuce, I wish I could love salads. The texture of lettuce, I would gag immediately. I can't do it. I am fine with the, um, lettuce. Raw spinach, I cannot do it. Oh, I can't do, do spinach, period. It's... For some reason, steamed spinach doesn't bother me. Like, I'm having spinach and artichoke. I don't even know what this is. I saw spinach and artichoke and it was like, done deal. <laughs> That's about it. I wish, I literally, like, my parents used to buy me, like, those spinach pies that are, like, surrounded by cheese. And I am a bitch mm. who obviously loves cheese. And, like, I couldn't eat it. I was like, no. Like, the texture threw me off every time. Like, a gotcha. singular piece of spinach I would catch on. And I was like, mm-hmm. Like, you go to Taco Bell when you're drunk and you get, like, a quesadilla and accidentally, like, the piece of lettuce gets in there, I'll go there and, like, I'll gag it up and, like, yeah, I can pick it up. We should get drunk together. I'll take it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Honestly, I've gotten, like, I think when I met you, I was still doing the 75 part, so I wasn't drinking at all. No, you were Now it's, like, but I'm also, I, I didn't drink for five years. I'm sober for five years. So, like, one margarita has me on my ass. Like, Shane and I went out for margaritas. I got one. I was like, ooh. The second one, she had to take the dogs out for me. I could not do it. <laughs> the bar is like walking distance from my house. Oh, and yeah, yeah. now I'm like, I can't do it. I'm like, I, I couldn't go up the stairs. She was like, fine, I'll take them out. <laughs> oh my god. I like passed it on the couch for two hours. I was like, this is two margaritas. Like, this is nothing. Like, I literally was the girl who would go through like 15 drinks and be fine. And still yeah. be the mom of the group. I'm like, two and I'm on my ass. Like, what? Which I what? guess is good because it's cheap. There we go. It's, see, you're just. Being budget conscious right now. Exactly, balling on a budget. Life is expensive. Oh my god. Everything. There's nothing that I can do for under fifty dollars. No. It feels like it. I just don't get it. Okay, so actually, I went to Cracker Barrel yesterday. Mm-hmm. Cheapest, best meal I've ever had. It was like fifteen bucks for like a breakfast, like an all-you-can-eat breakfast. I was what? like, if it wasn't so loud, I was gonna text you and be like. We go to crack because <laughs> it fucking slapped. Like, and it was cheap. I was like, this is beautiful. I think this was like fifteen bucks. Something like that. But now that we've totally gone up, we've uh, there. We have two pages of stuff that we can talk about, and we're what twenty, 20 minutes, minutes in. We haven't touched on a single one. Sometimes it's just getting oh. comfortable in front of it too. By the way, hi, I'm Michael. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, your age. I am uh, 24. Yeah. Jesus, that is, that is weird to say out loud. Um, I sometimes I like say ages, and I'm like, wait, no, I that's s- not the right age. I'm like, I, I still feel sorry. like I'm 17. Just right. 
Apparently that's the thing, like, even, like, when you get to, like, your 80s, that, like, people are, like, oh, I still feel, like, 17, and I look in the mirror, and I'm, like, I'm old. Like, I couldn't imagine, you know, this is so far in the future, but having Alzheimer's. And <laughs> is this what you think about, like, the Roman Empire? Oh, my God. My Roman Empire is different psychedelic substances. Yeah, that's on brand for you. Yeah. Mine is Taylor Swift and um, Travis Lucy right now. <laughs> that's my entire For You page. Like, I was up late, like, texting my friend all the different angles of them, and I was like, do you realize how big of a change this is for Taylor Swift? Like, the, here's her singing this, like, love song, crying, and here's this. Like, do you not realize, like, I don't know what you know about Taylor Swift, but I'm like, I, I'm in the thick of it. <laughs> my goddaughter loves Taylor Swift, and she's, oh, been, yeah. she's been asking to go to the Taylor Swift movie for probably three weeks now, and... I think it's out of theaters. Is it? It was only, like, a few weeks. Okay, Uh-oh. so I either dodged a bullet because my mom texted me this morning saying like, hey, if you want to earn some excellent brownie points, you should take your cousin out. And when I woke up this morning, you know, this is a Sunday. It was Saturday. I was hungover as shit. And Look at you still being here, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for 1030. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, liquid IV. Gotta throw one up to those creators. Oh, yeah. But, um, I originally texted her, like, I don't know if I can do that, but I was driving here, and I'm like, ah, my conscience couldn't let a little kid down, so I texted my mom, um, I'm waiting for a response, so yeah, probably after this. Theaters, or it's like going to Disney Plus afterwards, so maybe you could also give her a, a chance and say, how about we do like a movie PJ night, and make some snacks, so it's, honestly, I went to see it, yeah. I'm a Taylor Swift aficionado, my friend and I saw it at the drive-in, and I was like, how many more areas are there? Like, and I love her because I was just like, I want to be at home. Like, one, it's a lot. Like, she has like Netflix documentaries and stuff. I will watch those all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's, there's a difference of being at home on your couch. So if you make it like a fun little like movie night sleepover kind of thing, like fun thing, that could also be better, less like mental load for you. Yep. And a hype thing for her. Get some like Taylor Swift decorations. Spend five dollars on Amazon. Like, kind of vibe. Ooh, that's extra that's a, money points. Yeah. That's. A, that's where your planning goes far beyond mine because I'm like, let's just do, go to the movies. That's about as good as you can if get. If I do it, I do it well. I cannot. Chef kiss. It has to be above and beyond and it has to be the best ever. That's just who I am. Like, when it comes to planning things like that, I'm like, even we were going to have a Halloween party that Friday and I was like, you know what, let's just do the movie instead because I was like, I didn't have enough planned. I was like, I didn't like my vision. I was like, let's just do this and do it low key. So that's what we went for. How was your Hall weekend? Did nothing. It was great. It was the first weekend. So I've been nonstop like this entire summer to the point I got like super sick. I had to go on like steroids and stuff like that. Like I couldn't breathe, like a lot of issues. And I was like, it's because I literally haven't had a single night in in like six months. Holy hell. So I was like, I'm just gonna like great, but at the same time. Great, but also I need to plan time for myself. So I was like, the past like month I've literally like nights in like maybe like one night a week I'll see my friends and I'm like, that's it. Like I'm good. I'm just enjoying me time. Like so yeah I did nothing. I was like I didn't want it. How about you? I so I threw two parties. Um they're my my main group of friends likes to keep it low-key so we had more of a low-key night with them and then all of the people that we knew 
So between the three roommates, yeah. including myself, um, we invited everyone that we knew and just threw That's a awesome. bash at the apartment, and um, it was great. That's was, always fun. Yeah. I was like thinking about it with my friend. I was like, next year, like we'll go do something. But I was like, I haven't done Halloween. I think since like high school. I didn't do it in college because I had a very controlling boyfriend, and then my entire life I was like, yeah, like, I think high school I was like the last one at Black Cat Girl. Yep. That's always what I did because I was like the most drunk one there, and I was like, yeah, just little whiskers and wear a little black, like, it's fine. So I was like, next year, next year we'll go all out, but for now, no. <laughs> for now, I think I was like comfy my PJs. My friend's like, do you want to go do something? I was like, no. No, I'm good. <laughs> it's one of those like weird feelings of peace when you're like, I'm just okay at home. So, it was a grandma vibe, that's all. I think as I eventually, hopefully, for my own health, mature, um, I will get there. But, dear Lord, the the carnal drive that I have to be feral I get is that. strong. When it happens, I cannot be stopped. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, that's, like, one of the things of moving along. I, like, everyone up here of my friends is married or getting married. My, like, five friends are all down on Long Island, it's all my friends that just broke up with people and are moving home, and my two best guy friends just broke up with people and moved home, and I'm like, we're getting feral. I was like, I'm fine being a fifth wheel, but I'm like, let's go to Manhattan, like, because <laughs> that's what we do, like, he turned 27 a few weeks ago, and we went to Manhattan, and I was like, this is the feral shit, this is what it needs to be. So when I'm, when the urge is to be feral, I totally understand, and I, I hope it never goes away, I feel like it's a fun part of life, like, maybe not all the time, but like, Feel like, a little bit. I feel like people who don't have that drive just got too broken, got broken down, life wore on them a little bit too much. Well, what's the difference? Because sometimes people that are too feral, it's because of that. They just burn out. Yeah. Or that they want to do that because they're too, like, fucked up. Like, they're just like, I need to be drunk 24-7 to survive. Because I've encountered those feral people, and I'm like... As in... You need a mix of, like, feral and grandma. There's a, there's a coexist... Have I found it yet? No. But there's, there's an equilibrium, like the hot to crazy ratio. There's like a yes. good equilibrium that needs to be the same as that. I just haven't found it. Maybe by 30. Fingers crossed. I don't... A few more years. Because for right now, it's, it's all for the plot. Right. All the concerts that... The concerts is really where it all gets let out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even I had a concert Friday, and my friend and I were like, I don't want to go. What? I didn't want it was like in Worcester and I what was concert like, by the way? It was some like country concert. And okay. I found her and she had a few really good songs and I was like, I'm just like not in the country moves and I, I think I spent like sixty dollars on the tickets to it was like expensive. And I was like, can we just like hang out in our PJs and get drunk? And she was like, Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. That's what I want to do. A mix of drunk and feral. <laughs> and then we ended up packing up most of my clothes in my house. And I was like, see, that works. It was it was a good vibe, but yeah, no. I had done in September, there was a concert in Boston, Shannon and I went to, and I stayed up till 2am, dropped her home, and then drove straight to Long Island for a concert at the beach. Oh my um, god. Zach Brown Band, and I went and saw them. Love Zach Brown Band. They were, they were pretty good. They did a lot of covers. Really? Yeah, it was a very interesting concert. So, I don't know if I'd see, I'd go for the vibes, because like, it was a venue that was like, on the, like, you overlooked the ocean. Yeah. So, like, it was sick. How... Did they please tell me that they played DD? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wanted cool. that one and like Beautiful Drug, and then they did Chicken Fried, like all the like classics. But they did a lot of covers, like they did like the, I don't think it's them. Correct me if I'm wrong. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. They did 
cover of that. That is not them. Yeah, and like a bunch of like little Utah songs that I knew, but I was like, I don't think this is them. Okay. And they did an intermission, which I've not seen. I was like, am I old? Like, <laughs> it's like, mm. An intermission mid-concert? What? Yeah, yeah right? I mean, like, people were expecting it. My friend brought her boyfriend, who in the 15 years I've known her has never introduced a man to us ever, was going to get a drink. And he's like, yeah, this is an intermission. And I was like, what? what? Huh? He was like, yeah, this is normal. And I was like, he's a when? few years older than us. I was like, grandpa? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, so, I think it was, yeah, it was two weekends ago. I had three concerts back to back to back. Oh, that's sick. That's exhausting, but also sick. It, I had to. I knew that it was going to be a lot. I took off work. Oh yeah, of course. Had a blast. The first concert that I went to was Kesha. And that must have been really sick. I love her. I absolutely love her. The concert was an absolute mess, though. I mean, it that's on brand for her. It was a hot mess. It feels Why? like if. Britney Spears, it's exactly how I would imagine a Britney Spears concert would be. Okay. Like every, you could tell that they had a plan. But if that was the plan that they executed, it, every single song had a different outfit. First of all, that's a lot of changing. That's a lot of changing. Wicked cool. But there was. She, she didn't use autotune for any of the songs. Sometimes you need that live. I'll love to her, but yeah. Just TikTok without any autotune was a little rough, not gonna lie. But she went from like Maneater to drag queens on stage and just shirtless men humping her for most of the show. Yeah. I'm like just up top row, eat my chicken fingers. I'm like, I don't know what to make of this. You got chicken fingers, you got a vibe. 100%. So it was Kesha, then I was supposed to see Sudden Death, but he canceled his entire tour. Oh, wow. And then I went to the Pearl, no, the Jewel in Manchester and saw Murata, and that was awesome. Is that like EDM? Yeah. Okay. I, don't, I know Sudden Death is the name. I think from you, but like, I didn't know the other one. Okay. I, I have a little statue in my room of them. So, absolutely weird, but... Do be what do be. You know, you just got things. It's fine. I also love the juxtaposition of, you know, the heavy metal, death, emo shit that I listen to now in like Catholic school. Catholic school religion... Is that, that one of our notes? One? Yeah. So I had it over here because this was like before we had texted and you mm-hmm. texted me about the uh, the religion. And honestly, I remember so in Catholic, so I was in Catholic school and I would like dye the ends of my hair blue and I was like a warp tour kid. Yes. And my dad would like lose his fucking shit because like you go to warp tour and like you take pictures with a bunch of like the bands and like they're all like shirtless men covered in tattoos. Catholic school, listen to the message and go read the Bible and I'm like. I did. There's like Catholic guilt. I was talking about it the other day to somebody, I have no idea, but like, I forget what I told you. Growing up, I was like six, I was like 14 and my grandma died. And I was like, I was like, why? And I was like, I don't know if I believe in God anymore. And I'm like, telling my parents, this is like, I'm going through a loss as like a depressed teenager. And they're like, let's send you to Jesus camp for the entire summer. War? All girls Jesus camp the first time. And the second one was like a co ed Jesus camp. 
Um, yeah, so I was like sent to Jesus camp that was like worship, 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 worship kind of shit. I mean, there was like sailing and like rich kids stuff because like my parents would send me anywhere that wasn't Fuji. Yeah. Um, but like Bible camp. I used to call it Jesus camp. So like I've learned that I'm like, even now, like I can't talk about religion to either of them. Because they just go off the deep end. Yeah. And I don't know. I like, I learned so much about religion there and in college because I went to Catholic middle school, high school, and college. And I learned about all the religions. And I love the idea of organized religion, like find something that you like, are a part of. So like, I got to try and find like Unitarian Universalist. And I was like, maybe Buddhist, like maybe this. And I was like, I love the concept, but I was like, they're all fucking nuts. Like, right. <laughs> for lack of a better term, I'm like, are you good? Or, like, are you... I was like, I know I'm fucked up, but like, are you good? Like, I think whether it be religion or whatever, I think what draws a lot of people towards religion is finding a common ground among a group of people and being a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. And like, it, I've learned the fear of afterlife too, is like the fear of death is mm-hmm. a big one. And I can especially understand even back in like the 60s being like, I don't know what's going to happen when we die. And no, no one absolutely knows what's going to happen. But to believe that there's something after all this, no matter what you go through now, something else will be waiting for you. Yeah. Is peaceful. It's calming. It's If you throw yourself into that. It's not for me. <laughs> it isn't for me. It's absolutely not. And a lot of group events is... In one way or another, you can consider, like, religious ceremonies. I wouldn't call it religion, but... Cultesque. It's cultesque. Yeah. Think of, you know, Taylor Swift. That's religion. That's That's a religious experience. That's a religious experience. Like, you go to these different concerts, you're with a group of people that you... You're there and you feel one with everyone else. Yeah. I remember you saying that with raving too, and like EDM. Like I was like, I could, I could see it, and definitely like, it's some sort of like unity. Because like I, I guess I struggle with the definition of religion because it's always been like Catholicism or nothing. Mm -hmm. But like a communal experience is like uplifting and like that kind of thing. Like it makes sense because you view religious as like okay, like amen, like all this stuff, and so it's very off-putting almost to like put it to something else, even though even if it is accurate. Right. And at face value, it, it seems very much just like, hey man, let's go up, get a little cracker, and head out for the day. We can justify being a shitty person. Sorry, no, not that. But um, it's, I said before, it's community and people being there for each other through good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it's a better way, and I like how our generation is kind of changing religion. I had a pastor at the church that I went to with my parents, and, like, he was always, like, we need to get young people into religion, and, like, it's all these, like, people that, like, get married at 18 and, like, have these kids and stuff like that, and, like, it worked for our parents' generation. I don't know why it's, part of me is, like, I don't know why it's not working for ours, but it's also, like, women didn't have as much rights back then, so they stayed with, like, awful men. But then there's also, like, how did they make it work? Using Catholicism, so this is this is another for the plot moment. Ooh. So this was a rough one. <laughs> I, I don't, this may have to be edited out, That's but okay. we'll see how 
we'll see, see how, how you feel. It. So I had a friend in Catholic high school who was is completely against gay marriage. He doesn't like gay people. He doesn't like any of it. Yeah. We he we always kept him at arm's distance, but due to his nature, no one else really brought him in, so he kind of always hung with us. He had a kid out of wedlock, ironically enough, and still ha- holds these shitty beliefs. I, up until three weeks ago, I hadn't seen him in six or seven years. He still holds all the same beliefs. By the way, he looks exactly the same. He just now has a two-year-old, and I'm like, what, what are you doing? I, I could never be you. Um, but to mess with him, as you know, my roommates and I are wicked close friends all throughout yeah. high school. One of my roommates and myself were in the same friend group. So what we did was we got matching rings, my roommate and I, and went to his um, like wedding celebration as a gay couple and fucked with him for an hour and a half. And to this day, like we were, we were touching each other the entire time. I gave him a little peck on the cheek. I You played at home. We played at home. And he's like, so how long have you two, you know, I'm like, what, what are you talking about? What? It's you... fun when you make people have to explain it. Oh, yeah. It was, he, he wouldn't say it. Yeah. He wouldn't say it in his entire... I don't think his entire family. But a lot of his family was also getting a little... It was a little bit of an asshole. Thing. But... <laughs> Well-deserved. Because as soon as gay marriage in Massachusetts got legalized, I asked... I knew that he didn't agree with it, but I asked him, hey, how do you feel about this? And he didn't talk to me for six weeks. There was one guy, like, at the beginning of the divorce that I was, like, hooking up with, and literally, he looks at me and just goes, I hate gay people. He's like, I just fucking hate gay people. And I was like, where is this guy? Oh my god. Like, what? And I was like, okay. He's like, I just don't like them. He's like, I think they're weird. And I'm like, okay. I'm gonna go. <laughs> it's just, I don't get like what I always will do that. Like when I like meet new friends or like go on a date or anything, I'll always like mention like one of my gay friends or someone who like non-binary. And I'm like, well, just test the waters because like I've learned that like even I've had friends that are like that too. And I'm like, I need to know before I actually care about this person like, as a friend if they're a bigot. So like I can't do it. And it's even worse when they use religion as a disguise. Because so when I lived in Australia, one of my best friends, um, Marcus, I actually just met up with him and his boyfriend. He lives in Germany, so he was visiting New York. And so when oh, I was yeah. in New York, we went out, and um, he was telling his boyfriend about how we were like in a cult. We both wanted to try Christianity. We were both raised Roman Catholic, so we went. In Australia, had like those like rave churches, so we'd go to those. And we ended up talking to one of the pastors. He's 19 and married with a two-year-old or something. And Marcus asks him, he was like, and how's the churches going gay people? And he's like, we hate them. And him and I were looking at each other, and he's like, he's got, and like, my best friend was visiting from New York, and she's a lesbian. So we're all just like, uh, how do we get out of here? We all use, like, fake names, right? <laughs> but, like, they give you free food, free coffee, like, 
we would just go every week for the vibes. <laughs> Marcus' boyfriend was like, you two would just go anywhere for the vibes, right? And I was like, yeah. I'm just a girl. Just a girl. No, like, I've heard that too. Your, your TikToks. Like, your TikToks. I'm just a girl. I am. I've learned these as an excuse. Yeah. For anything that's for the plot, I'm just, I'm just a girl. <laughs> I don't know if I told you my divorce puppy theory. Your divorce puppy. Okay, so when parents get divorced, it's normally when kids are younger and they get like a puppy or something. They're like, sorry, mom and daddy don't love each other anymore. Like, here's a puppy. I didn't get that. My parents got divorced in the middle of the pandemic and they would each call me to talk shit about the other one. And like, I went home for Thanksgiving and my dad was like, for Christmas, can you ask your mom to come back? Like, that's what I got. I got no divorce puppy, <laughs> right? No fucking divorce puppy. So now I'm getting divorced. And they're like, my dad the other day came up to visit me and he was like, hey, I love you. And like, grabs my hand and slips $100 into it. And I'm like, this is my divorce puppy. Like, <laughs> I'll take it. Getting the excuse for like, I was like, I was great in high school. I did everything. I'm like, this is my pancake flop of my life. Like, mm. I'm like, this is my divorce puppy. Getting the money, like getting whatever. And my mom was like, yeah, whatever you want. And my dad was like, here, if you need some money, like book a trip. Like, just let me know. And I'm like, this is, my divorce this puppy finally happened. Right. It had to be my divorce, but it's a divorce puppy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just a girl. Like, my dad will call me about something. Yesterday, the air pressure went on in my tires, and I was too proud to call him, so I figured it out. But I was like, text my friend, I was like, I'm just a girl. Like, I should know how to know how to do, how to know how to do this. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to know how to do this. Like, I know how, but I don't want to. Just a girl. I don't have to do anything. It's a great life motto. Yeah. It gets like a cute girl boss, too. Amen. I See, that. that's a religion right there. That is a religion, honestly. It's just the trifecta of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Gatekeep Gaslight, Gatekeep Girl Boss. <laughs> you, see, as when you start doing merch for the show, you have to do, you have to do the sign of the cross. Imagine, oh my god. <laughs> Imagine. That's so funny. The design is here first in three years if this ever takes off. Exactly. You, you heard it here first on an episode I don't even know. I don't know. I've been doing this for years. Really? Yeah, I think I, like 2021. I watched a little bit of the one with you and Shannon. Which one? There's two. The, the most recent. The most recent one. The you drunk the, one. Yeah. That, <laughs> hilarious, by the way. Thank you. But, we, we try our best. By, by like the 40 minute mark, you're, you know, skipping over a few words. <laughs> it was it was great. See, I am a great time while drunk. When you get drunk, you get Taco Bell, and then you can eat the lettuce. Please, I would, alright, because I have been recently on a diet and it's absolutely horrible, however, when immediately as soon as I get off the diet, I'm three drinks in and shit faced. Well, like, do you have like a day off or something every week? I have a day off, yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. I didn't know if you were like planning for one, like, because like for me after the 75 part ended, I was like, I'm getting fucked up, like on the floor did I know but like <laughs> I didn't know if you have like a, an end date or just like once a week like you get a day off blackout Wednesday is my end date that's close it's damn close that's very I'm about exciting. 30 pounds down that's awesome yeah that's just, it's a lot of dedication it's horrible <laughs> it's, it's so bad but yeah. you know gotta get into the future career so yeah so you wanna do like police like badge gun thing or like I know you like I, wanted like narcotic kind of thing so I would I there's so many 
there's three different ways that I can see this going. Okay. Um, either I want to do the alcohol commission up in New Hampshire. I want to do like a narcotic, narcotics division in either the Boston PD, the state police, or the Corbel. Because I absolutely love that. Or I want to do environmental policing where I ride around on an ATV all day through the woods. That's it. Cool. I feel like those are all really well suited for you. Right. Yeah. I don't get me wrong, the office job that I have right now is very comfortable. The people that I work with they're great. However, comma it's so unfulf- unfulfilling. I work an office job, I understand. It's I, I don't want the cliche of like make a difference, but there's no plot to That's why this I do job. This stuff. There's no plot. And also, my current job pays me shit, so... Oh, really? Yeah. That's the worst. For me right now, I'm like, the money's coming in, the bonuses are coming in, the severance is going to come in, Ooh. so I'm like, I'm just chilling, I have an Outer Banks trip planned, I'm like, I need to find someone who wants to go on a fucking cruise, and then... I remember talking about that one. What? Deadass, how we go. Really? Yeah. Alright, perfect. We'll do it in between our jobs. <laughs> Once I get laid off, I'll let you know. Because then it'll probably be sometime next year. Because I want to go to cruise so really bad. It's it's great. I've never been on one. That's like why I want to go so bad. There, a cruise was my first taste of freedom in like, I want to say 6th grade. Sorry, no, ninth grade. Taste of freedom. The, I, I would like to say freedom. But I was on a boat in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. There wasn't much for me. Nowhere for me to go. Not much trouble for me to get in. But my first taste of freedom, I'll never forget, was Johnny Rockets on the. Oh, you were allowed boat. to go on your own? Yeah, I was allowed to go out on my own. It was like 2 a.m. I got a, just a single cheeseburger. It hit different though. And it was amazing. I just roamed around the boat with a cheeseburger, walking past the casino. It, it, it was awesome. I want to go on one so bad, and that's the thing. Like, my friends and I are going to the Outer Banks. No one wanted to go on a cruise with me. My friend and I are planning like a trip to Seattle. No, no cruise. I was like, anybody, like, just come be lazy on a boat. Like, absolutely. It sounds perfect. Like, yeah. I can't see anything wrong with it. Buffet. Like, after the weight loss, like it's fine. You know, like even for me, like, I haven't been trying as much. I got super sick, and the meds fucked me up. So I lost some weight off the meds. And I was like. I'll get back into it, especially in New York, because, like, there's a gym right next to my house. So, like, oh. I'll do that and, like, get back to running, because you know where my house is. It's, like, very hard to, like, go on a run in that area. Right. Like, it's either, like, a massive hill or I'm on the main road. It's... And it's not the greatest spot. <laughs> no. But still an awesome house. Yeah. Yeah. It's killing me, but it's going to be the right move. I'm already thinking about it. I was like, because even we had talked about like prefab houses. I was like, I could just buy a plot of land mm-hmm. and then get like a Home Depot house for like 60 grand. Yeah, that's I it. I could buy that in cash in like three months. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I want to do. And then I'll take a few months to set it up because my land is just hard to take care of and the house is just. I hate the two floors. I'm lazy. I, like, I want it all on the same floor. <laughs> the basement's scary. <laughs> Valid. It is scary, and then there's spiders, and I don't. You can't do spiders. No, no, no. I killed one the other day by myself, and I was like, I'm just a girl. Like, <laughs> you gotta get a reward for that. Growing up, what? like I would call my dad to come kill all my spiders. Like, even like 22, like home for the summer in college, I was like, Dad, like two in the morning, coming home, dad, like, dad kill my spider, and he was like, Okay. I was 
like, I don't do this. I was not made for this. <laughs> How like, do you drive from New York out to where you live? He's done that. Not for a spider specifically, but like one time I was like, I really need my lawnmower. I really like, and he came up and did it. Even the other day, he came up, he was going to a Bob Dylan concert, and like, I'm named after Bob Dylan. So like, it, Bob Dylan's religious for him. Like You're the song named? Sarah. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's, his name's Bob. I was supposed to be Dylan. And then I was a girl, and I was like, Dylan's a sick ass girl's name. Like, way to fuck the ball up. Like, way to fumble. Like, but so Sarah. But he didn't like the A spelling because it was Jewish, and we're not Jewish, so he added the H. Gotcha. Yeah. So, one of my close friends, he grew up in Illinois, which is home of the Colts. My dad grew up in Illinois. In Chicago, right? Somewhere around there, yeah. Springfield, maybe? So. His parent, or his mom specifically, was a wicked big Colts fan, so he was named after Peyton Manning. <laughs> so his first name's Peyton because of Peyton Manning. <laughs> and I never let him live it down. Every once in a while, I'll just call out Omaha, and he'll turn his head and just flip me off. It's excellent. It's so so. I told like in Australia, it was an off subject topic, but. I was in Australia and I told my teacher, I was like, yeah, like my name's Sarah, like my dad, my dad named me after Bob Dylan, and she was like, okay. She called me Brandy for the rest of the semester. She's like, you look like a Brandy. And she's like, she's like, you said there was a song after you, so Brandy. And like, my last day, like, they had like a Brandy going away party, like, sang the song Brandy, like, all this stuff. So like, half people in Australia, like, they'll check in on me and be like, hey, Brandy, how's it going? And I'm like, good. I was like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> totally, like, not, not even the same letter. I'm like, Brandy to me sounds like a stripper name, but like, okay. like. That's such an Australian name, though. Yeah. It, I could definitely imagine someone from Australia being like, that kid's a Brandy. That is it. It's just, it was a vibe. That's yeah. another trip I have planned for 2025. I want to go back. For 2025? Yeah. That would be I feel like next cool. year is like, you can't afford it. Because it's like, you also need two weeks off to go. Like, yeah. you build up that vacay time and the flights are grand. Yikes. Yeah. It'll happen, My I think. I hope. My next big trip that I have planned is all the way in, I want to say August. Um, I want to go to Lost Lands. It's That's a, out west, right? It's, and it's like EDM or something? It's all an EDM fest um, out in Legends Valley, Ohio. Oh, Ohio, okay. Yeah. Not super far. It's like 17 hours. I was thinking of Utah, so not Dodge. as far as Utah. <laughs> the cross... Have you done a cross-country road trip before? No, but I know you have. I want to. It is absolutely an experience that you would have to have. The highs and lows of it is all worth it. My friend did it. He went the northern way like through Canada and did that whole trip and then back. And then I think he flew back. But he was like, it was the best trip ever. And it just, it was a very, it was him and his best guy friend and they like took pictures of each other and I was like, look at our wholesome such a good couple. Such good guy friends. We love emotionally intelligent guy friendships. The, the line between like a homosexual relationship with your and your guy friend, there's a very fine line. Oh, same with girls. Like my <laughs> friends will say stuff to me and I'm like, like the good morning you, beautiful, you're the best person on the planet. Like I wish I could be like you, like blah blah. And I'm looking and I'm like, like, are you, are you making some moves? I was like, are these moves? <laughs> I'm like, I totally forget that there's, like, platonic, platonic friendships. But it's, like, it's a sweet thing, because then I learned to do it, too. And I'm like, this is just how besties go, I guess. I totally forgot about it. But let's see. So, yeah, we talked about your job a little bit. 
yeah. which is exciting. That's like, I feel like even with you, like when we were talking, like, yeah, you have some routes, but you always knew what you wanted to do. I... How did you do that? Like, what, not, not in like so, a bitchy way, but like, what gave you the confidence? Like... So, I... I had a lot of... Due to my anxiety, I let a lot of things slip in my younger year, younger years that I regret terribly now. I, I think of, like, for example, in high school, I was getting recruited to play lacrosse in co- for college. Um, I, let, I decided to go on a Disney trip with my family instead and ruin any chance I had of that um, in multiple multiple other I, this could be an entire other podcast of my regrets anyways of my regrets <laughs> damn man but that hits different that right yeah I try and say I don't regret shit but then things keep me up at night and I'm like, like yeah oh, that, that, that did happen <laughs> that wouldn't hurt I'm, there, there's always a reason for it at the time, but looking back, it's like, wow, how different could my life been? Um, but from there on, I think it was like my first time as a sophomore in college. I'm like, I need to do whatever I decide to do. I just need to do it, and whatever barriers come in the way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It it doesn't matter how damaged the car myself gets on my way to the that car. <laughs> you know, breaking through barriers and yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how damaged I get, I can always repair myself. I just need to see if that was the right choice or not. So my first career choice was engineering. And dear lord was that Difficult. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget. And I was talking about this last night. I will never forget my physics one engineering class. The teacher went, look to the right of you, look to the left of you. Only one of you is going to pass this and move on. I go, what? Isn't that gutting? Like, what? So you have, and this was, this was a class that you needed to pass to do anything else. Like, if you didn't pass this class that semester you were a semester behind and that's the only class that you can take yeah. for that next semester. And there was like three more classes after that and I was like, I was already in like a really bad place mentally at the time. I was $36,000 in debt from student loans and maybe, no, it was 30 a year. I was there for two years. So $60,000 in debt, Jesus Christ, from student loans, and I had nothing going for me, so I'm like, all right, this is a ship that I need to abandon. So it was tied between um, criminal justice and business. I have a bunch of family members in, not a bunch, but I have some significant family members in the business field, but at the same time, I have a wicked protective streak and like guardian streak and like savior complex maybe even um yeah so i'm like criminal justice is i knew that i already had a passion recreationally for researching different types of drugs and i'm like i know that i can tie this in really well to i know that i can tie criminal justice really well into my passions so i'm like i'll just do that so 
fast forward four years, I graduate, and I go, all right, meanwhile, in that four years, three and a half, for three and a half years before that, I was doing security full-time, yeah. um, learning the roots, learning different things, um, then when I graduated, not a lot of doors opened like I thought they would, so... I landed on this insurance job, and now I'm working to get physically better to go into policing. Yeah, it's good to like also have like because like even with the um, the security job, it was kind of like you left because it was like a very unhealthy work environment, and you know you want to do something else. So like it's great that you found something too, and you're not just like oh I just I still need to like get ready for the stuff, but I'm just gonna do nothing until then. It's like okay I'm still finding something, I'm still getting in the habit of like doing things every day. Learning what I don't want, because also part of you could be like, maybe I did want a just job. It's like it's nice to like open all those doors. Absolutely, yeah, I've, I've worn that a lot, which it, sucks, but it's worth it. I feel like insurance will be an awesome fallback as well. So not, I shouldn't say awesome fallback. But I do like insurance. I've worked in insurance, so I get it. Insurance is it's what type of insurance did you work in? Property. Property. Okay, so right now I'm doing like. Uh, workers comp. Oh, that's awful. Like, it, it's is angry workers who want to get paid and like you broke your ankle on your dirt bike and then you limped into work. I'm and, not. And again, I didn't deal with people. I dealt with the money coming in. Mm. Yeah, that's so. the difference of what I got. I do. I'm a huge. Gore doesn't really affect me, so I have to see horrible images. Oh all yeah, day. I die. I die. That's how bad you fucked up. <laughs> I have to like look away when they put needles in on shows. Like I can't. So yeah, no, I would not do well. It was. Well, <laughs> I'm also bad with getting my blood drawn. I have to have like a supervisor come with me, like a friend. I've but I just booked a three-hour tattoo session, so like that's the <laughs> completely different. That is completely. I fell different. asleep during the one I got here, so like yeah. it just doesn't. What was? This is a new one. It needs to get touched up a little bit, but I like fell asleep during that. I was like, yeah. Well, the guy that did this in my thigh one are very thick. Like, yeah, that's I was holding line. on for dear life. <laughs> I'm doing this, and he's like, "You're doing great. Like, it's okay." And I'm like, "Is it?" <laughs> yeah, this one was about three hours. And I've never done three hours. It's always been an hour or less. But I'm getting a bunch here, and then here, and then I'm getting. A, I'll show you a picture once it's done. It's silly. It's a, it's a bunny on a turtle. <laughs> I was like, I need a stupid one. I'm getting some Noah Khan lyrics that he wrote here and here. Yes. And then um, a two 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 that my friend also got, because we're all born on the second. And it's all of our lucky numbers. So that and then the bunny is like my stupid one that's gonna take the longest and be the most expensive. I I so badly I, I could never get this because my mom would never forgive me. A toad or something, right? I really want a toad that's sitting on top of a mushroom playing a banjo, smoking a pipe or a cigarette. Do it. And I'm just like, that's exactly the vibe that I want for my life. I mean, like, I upper thigh, the... she, she won't see it. Like, right here? She would. <laughs> the last time that I... So this past tattoo, I didn't tell her. I was going to tell her, but I didn't tell her immediately. I bought all the supplies, and she just texted me out of the blue. So, when were you going to tell me that you're getting another tattoo? I go, who snitched? 
And I, to this day, I don't know how she found out that I was getting another tattoo. Interesting. So, there's some leak out there. Some rat. <laughs> because I only... I only told... This was... From the time that I booked the appointment to when my mom found out was like an hour. And I would only talk to one person within that hour who didn't have my mom's contact. That's so freaky. That's freaky. My dad, I don't think, knows about this one. I wore this one. And I got them in August, I think. And then the others are going to be like the week after Thanksgiving. But like, he doesn't know about those. He he saw this one, he's like, forever. Typical dad things. But, you know, I was showing my mom the bunny one, and she's like, Sarah, really? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like 100%. And I was like, and then when I go to Long Island, I might get some finger tattoos for fun. Maybe I'll get something else. I don't know. I love the inside finger tattoos. Me too, like off to the side. I love those. I kind of like the top ones, but I feel like they fade, and like, I'm like, I'm 50-50 on them. I like the hidden inside ones. Because your hands get beat up so much, whether you think about it or not. Um, and like you said, they, they fade with it soon. Yeah. When I was one of my more feral moments, I really wanted to get an inside the lip tattoo that I would just pull it up, pull it down what and would it send, be? send it. That's a good one. Yeah. But, you know, didn't end up doing that. Kim Kardashian so. has a lip tattoo, I just found out. Yeah. My guilty pleasure of the Kardashians, yeah. <laughs> She probably has a lot more body modifications. But, yeah, she, yeah, she doesn't believe in tattoos, but she got the lip tattoo. I was like, the rest of the body. Yeah. Like, I think tattoos are the hotter ones, but your choice. Yeah, your, like, pop, your body, whatever. That's, I think, I'm getting these silly ones, and I was like, okay, I need new, more thigh tattoos because I love them, but I'm like, I don't know so what. Dope. It's, they're dope, they're cool, they, I think they hurt for less, and they're also like hot as shit. So I'm like, how yeah. do I get more? <laughs> And then I'm like, how do I plan around the one I already have? And it's just like, I'm like, I need more planning for that. The rest up here can go patchwork style and I can do whatever the fuck I want. But God needs, it needs planning. It needs like thought. And I'm not, it's an impulsive like fuck it we ball. Like I saw the vid- the picture I wanted on Pinterest. Yeah. And 20 minutes later I was texting my tattoo artist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, maybe can't be a bunny riding a manatee. And then my friend's like, no, the bunny would need a harness. Like you can't do it that way. And I was like, fuck off. And then he got stuck in my head. I was like, you're right. It can't be a manatee. <laughs> and my friend's like, yeah, Manatee looks like me after too many Texas Roadhouse rolls. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, now I can't unsee it. <laughs> but yeah, Noah Khan too. So my friend Chelsea on me, she never heard of him before I dragged her to this concert. I have this really big problem where I buy concert tickets and I just make someone go with me. And she was, we just bought tickets for the floor for Fenway. For Noah Khan? For next year, yeah. Same. What day? Um, I'm doing thir- the last day. The Thursday. I'm doing the first day. Oh, I'm doing the Friday. Yeah. They were so expensive, and it was they were two fifty a piece, and I was in the Hunger Games of my life for these tickets. Like, <laughs> someone posted a TikTok um, yeah. code to do for season holders, and I'm not a season holder, so I bought it that way. <laughs> but I was on the phone with my friend, and he got MSG, and he's like, "Sarah, it's like six hundred dollars a piece for nosebleeds," and I thought that was my only chance to like buy them, like, it's yeah. like. And then they lost, he lost them. And he was like using my Amex. And Amex is calling me because it's like from Cold Spring Harbor. And I'm like, I'm sorry, like it's me. And yeah. he lost the tickets anyway. So just, just Fenway. But yeah, I. He's worth it every time. Because you saw him in New Hampshire. I, it was, it's a top five concert that I ever went to. Oh, I, yeah. Once again, Easy. It, 
I cried. I ashamed to admit that it was amazing. It was also great how he played his entire stick season album. It, it, it sucked because I wanted more of the old stuff too, but right. some of the new stuff was too false good. confidence. You can't. Mess is the lyrics I'm getting tattooed. So I, he played mess for us. He didn't play it for, I think, New Hampshire. No. Because I was looking at the New Hampshire set list, and I was like, he didn't play Mass. I'm like, damn it, damn it. And he didn't play Maine, and I was like, fuck, nope. those are the two I love, and he played both of them for us. That's cool. Did he play False Confidence? Mm-hmm. I think. No. He, maybe. I can't remember. He did. He went from False Confidence and then brought on his music teacher. Oh, you were there for that one. That was, was so there. cute. That was awesome. Um, cried a little bit at that. And he just got a Grammy nomination yesterday. Did he? Mm-hmm. As he deserves. And he was like crying, he posted it on Instagram. I was like, he so deserves that. And I love how like every song he's recording with someone he loves. Like he just did the one with Hosier. He did one with Post Malone. And I saw that live. It was like I saw Post Malone the week after that came out. And Noah Khan was in Massachusetts and came out and performed it. That's that so I cried. Cool. That was sick. Like that was so cool. <laughs> but he's just there's something about like it can relate, like, happy, sad, like, neutral, like, everything hits. In the, before every song that he did, he did, like, a little background to the song. And so I love how open he is with mental health and his struggles going through it. And it's just, it's heartwarming. He's wholesome, heartwarming. He seems real. I really hope that, you know, corporate doesn't get to him. But... If it does, at least we have. His we had a good stuff. run, huh? We had a good run. We did have a good one. I don't think it run. will because at this point, like he's quadrupling where he's playing. Like he sold out Madison Square Garden. And, yeah. Like, you know where he played in New Hampshire. Like Massachusetts, they're not big venues. Yeah. The and week after he did those, he sold out Madison Square Garden. It's like he's growing exponentially, and he's still just as honest and like real about it all. Yeah. And my favorite was like the All My Love thing. I was like wondering what part of the like my parents got divorced I was gonna get. All My Love is one of my favorite songs. But I was like, which line am I gonna get? Because his parents and my parents got divorced in the same year. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I love it. My parents are both like very serious about everything. And like I've learned with my dark humor. I forget what episode I mentioned it on. No, not the real Shannon, but um, my mom was using a chapstick that I like, got on my honeymoon the other day. And I was like, wow, it lasted longer than my marriage. And she's like, Sarah, that's not fucking funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's hysterical. <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad something lasted. I mean, I'm glad my marriage didn't, but like, that's sick. And she was like, Sarah. <laughs> that's what so I do. Funny. Like, every time something like that comes up, I'm like, yeah. My mom's like, Sarah, knock it off. Like, <laughs> Speaking about like tragic events that I, you can twist into humor. I recently got robbed. Oh my gosh. For over a thousand dollars worth of shit. I'm it, so sorry. Like it, your apartment? My car. Oh I no. had I had stupidly I had a thousand dollars worth of stuff in my car. I mean it's your car, you trust it. Right. Um dude broke in through the soft top and stole all of it. So I'm like, there's I called the police. They're like, yeah, that that sucks. As they were taking down the report, I was listing off the items, and the officers, each one, were going, ooh, (sighs) just making all these sorts of noises. I'm like, okay, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Go to confidence. Yeah. Um, But 
I knew that they couldn't do anything. So all the homeless people that I would meet, I would throw in little tidbits of why I lost. I think it was about 10 or 11 days after I got robbed, I was walking back and I saw a homeless guy with my backpack. And I stopped him and I said, I was super polite, super kind about it. And I went, hey, um, I'm not saying that you did steal this, but that is my backpack. That is my flash drive on it. I don't care about the backpack. Keep the backpack. I just want that flash drive. There's nothing on that flash drive. I just want, this is one of the uh, breadcrumbs I left for a trail. Uh, I just want that flash drive. It's like, man, I just bought this. I didn't steal it. Like, really, it's a discontinued backpack that's four years old. That has this flash drive that I'm has, referencing. That has this flash drive, the same stains and the same carabiners on it. The little, map little, may map it, my the, guy. And it, and it wasn't like a Jansport backpack. It was like a super selective, yeah, uh, like outdoors brand. It isn't some general, general type of thing. Um, it goes, well, this isn't yours, but if I see anything like it, I'll keep you updated. I, about a week after that, I wake up to go to work and I find a note on my car and it's a ransom note for the flash drive saying meet up here at 10 a.m. no fucking cops I go huh laugh because just the absurdity of the yeah. situation and like, I knew you obviously it. didn't care about the flash drive I either didn't, I didn't care about it but I'm like I need for the plot right so did you go? no so I call up I had to go to work. Yeah. It was early in the morning. It was what what normal person is going to be like? Yeah, I'll I'll take my lunch break to pay two hundred dollars for a flash drive that I don't need. And it's also it's very clear now that that guy is the guy who stole it. Oh yeah. He knew what car to go back to. Like, exactly. That's wild. So I <laughs> it gets better. So I call up the police department and I'm like, hey, this is the first time dispatcher is like. That's rough. There's nothing that I can do. The second time that I call up, I said ransom note. And they're like, hold on. I'm transferring you to major crimes. So within, <laughs> I would want to say like two hours, major crimes set up a sting, got the guy. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, it, that was So Solely because awesome. he wrote a ransom note? Because, just because he was, wrote a ransom note and was stupid enough to show up with it so I gave the obviously description obviously not the most intelligent no not at all so I gave the exact description of the guy it was exactly him I'm like alright well this seems like a cut and dry case nothing nothing else to do about a week after that I get a call I usually don't answer calls without a name to them but I was like you know let's see what happens here I get a call and it's from the courts saying hey XXX is um, getting put on not trial but he's up for bail do you feel that you're safe yeah he's getting put up for bail do you feel that you're safe with him out I go no he clearly knows where I live he knows my car yeah he already made threats to me I don't feel safe they go okay thank you um 
30 minutes, 45 minutes after that, I get another call. And they said, well, he was released on bail. Um, <laughs> Surprise. Here's his, here's the court date. You can come if you want. And I go, all right, sounds good. So at the very end, I'm like, so what's this individual's name? How old is he? Give me his name and age. I look him up, and he has prior weapons charges, illegal possession of firearms. I'm like, oh, this makes me feel so much safer than I did two hours ago. (laughs) The power of Google. The power of Google. Um, It's the exact same dude. The timelines match up. The ages match up. I'm like, oh, this is... This is excellent. Yeah. Um, haven't seen him since, so apparently he's listening, I guess. Um, you could probably get a straight order if you didn't already. I, I'm large enough. He, he wasn't... Just, just firearms. <laughs> this is what got me. To me, there's so many things. I'm like, yeah, I can have a problem. I'm like, if they have a gun. For the plot. Come on. Gunshot. What better no, plot? I'm a baby. Just a girl. I can't do it. Just a girl? That That is too far for me. I, My plot is like, hee hee, silly. <laughs> I almost got kidnapped. Hee <laughs> hee. <laughs> the amount of like, I don't know if I told you. Did I tell you the story about when I was in Australia? And some guy offered me a ride home. No. So I was in the grocery store. My first day there. I took the bus there. My phone wasn't set up. Okay. And I'm talking, this woman starts talking to me in the grocery store because I have an accent, she wants to know where I'm from, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to go grab lunch. I just grabbed some, like, water. It was like, I left JFK and it was like, 22 degrees outside. I landed in Australia, it was 95. So my body is on well, like, taking three to four showers a day. Oh, my God. And so I'm like, okay. And this older man, he's probably like 50, yeah. walks up to me as I'm in the grocery store. Miss, miss. He's like, I teach at the school that you go to because, like, there's only one school nearby. And he's like, if you go to USC, like, I teach there, like, I'm happy to drive you home, like, I know the apartments, like, you probably live at Varsity or Uni, which are the two apartments. He's like, I can show you my, like, ID, like, whatever, like, he's like, I just, I know that it's a bitch to wait for the bus, like, blah, blah. He's like, you can take a picture of my license plate, whatever. I have no cell service in this country yet. Like, my parents, it's an 18-hour time difference. They are asleep. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> I've done that a lot, and I'm like, that's probably why I have an insane, or, or I used to have an insane anxiety disorder because I did all this stupid shit, to, like trusting people. Like in college, I'd wait at the bus stop, and the teacher would be like, "Oh, I teach here. Like, do you want me to drive you down to the?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I don't know the teacher. I've never fucking met them ever again. Got in their car. All the time. Oh my god. All the time. I was like, I am the people that I, people get warned about. <laughs> <laughs> I am the problem, but it worked out in my instance, I guess. You, you look at the crime report, and it's like, who would ever get into a stranger's car? Me. It's, uh, Me. Because yeah. even, like, you know, like, in the dating world, like, a lot of people, like, you don't normally pick up a girl on a first date from the internet, and, like, vice versa, because it's like, you don't want them to know where you live, like, getting the right. comfort, and it's like, me, stranger, sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? I don't have service in this country. I don't know what 911 is in this country, but sure, I'll go. Like, that's fine. That's such a great point, though. What is that one in Australia? Did you ever find out? No. <laughs> and even there was one time I was in there, down there, and I was on a camping trip with my friends, and I was like dating a guy while I was down there, and I'm telling him, oh, like there's this snake, and like it's so pretty, and like I'm like on a walk, like ditzy, and he's like, Sarah, that's poisonous. Like that's like one of the most venomous ones, and I was like, oh. I was like, I just thought it was cute. It was like red and yellow and like blah blah, and I'm like, that's a coral snake. 
That is... Whatever it was, it was very poisonous. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, slowly back away. Like, do not run. And I was like, oh. Another one of my... For the pot. Another one of my Roman empires are animals. I'm obsessed with animals. And you have, like, random facts, but... There's so many stupid random facts. Maybe that was... I don't even know. The craziest one was there was, like, a lizard, like... 15 feet long. It was like a ginormous lizard, like just yeah. on a train. I have a picture of it somewhere. It's like deep in the depths of Facebook. And on I sent it to my mom and she was like, Sarah, please. And I was like, no, it's fine. Like I'm out there like with the one stove griller like making burgers for my friends. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine. But what? What vibe? I love being that nonchalant. I'm like getting back to there. It's like, whatever. Like I'm more afraid that my heart's going to stop randomly. Not about some bug. Like, exactly. Except I don't like them. I don't do icky or sticky. And bugs are icky and sticky. They... Even this morning, I was getting ready, and I opened my candle, and there was like a stick bug in the house, and I was like, Gandalf, can you get that? Like, on, I don't want to eat it yet. He loves eating bugs. See? And I don't really let them in my room. I redid the upstairs of the house, and so I was like, I guess I'll let you in here if you eat the bug. Because I just, it's no longer the red Playboy carpet, it's like gray. Aww. It was gross. <laughs> that was the first thing I should have done when I bought the house, but... Let's think. Yeah. So we did the self-growth, the identity. So, ooh, this could be a good one, and then we could jump into dating. What did you expect at 24? Like, when you were, like, 16, like, thinking about your life? Because, like, I know even me, I was like, yeah, like, at this age, like, married with kids, like, whatever. And I'm like, divorce. <laughs> Best choice I ever made. Single, divorce. Five animals. Five animals, selling a house, moving in with my mother. Like, my friend just said that at 27, he's like, I'm moving home, like, blah, blah. And I was like, this is the only chance we'll get to, like, enjoy our mom time. Like, let's just just hype it up for a little bit. And the next thing will come. Because I was like, sorry, go ahead. I listened to, as you know, we talked earlier, I listened to a ton of comedians. Yeah. A lot of the shit that they say is just funny and non, just for entertainment purposes. One of the things that hit home the most to me was he was talking about how busy he is and all the tours that he's doing and his family and he stopped and went, the time that I have spent with my parents is far beyond any time that I ever will get to spend with my parents in the future. Oh, that's stunning. It's, I listened to that and went, oh. And then you went. So I make the most of all the time that I get to spend with them. And just go, oh my god. I, I'm I'm driving on the way up north to my parents and the first thing that I did to them was kiss and hug them, just tell them that I love them. Yeah. And uh, they just go, Where where did that come from? Uh, just love you guys. And I put I put everything that I do with them now in that scope and it's, it's just super cool. yeah that's a, like one thing like I've been trying to like even like with my friend and I because like he's having a harder time adjusting than I know I will and like I was like I moved out at 18 and then I went to college and then as soon as I graduated I went to my master's so I stayed in Newport and then the pandemic hit I moved in with my ex and their family and then I lived with my ex until I got divorced. I was like, I never lived alone. And like, I remember like having rough days and being like, I just wish I could sit and watch TV with my mom on the couch. Like, 
I just want to do that. Like, and then you, one day, if marriage is in the cards again, I'll get married and I won't be able to do that with her. And like, time takes its toll and they won't be here forever. And it's like, I love my parents. Even my dad and I would have our fun little relationship, but like, I love them. And so it's like, even I go back, I'm like, maybe we'll do like Tuesday night dinners. Like, we'll do something like, just to, like keep that tradition kind of like alive because you don't know how long you get. I'm like, they are like, I know your parents probably said you're like, obs- not obsessed, maybe. Mine are obsessed with my life. Like, they love seeing what I do. And like, I'm very lucky that they didn't always shove me into a box. Like, I have friends that are like, oh, my parents would only love me if I, like, was a nurse or a doctor. Like, my parents are like, oh, you love sailing. I want to learn about that. I never thought I would love sailing, but you do, so let me learn about it with you. Or, like, my mom was petrified of dogs. She won't ask us a dog. You know, serious. Who jumps on you and blah, blah. She yeah. loves him. She used to, like, shake if she saw a dog. And she's like, but you love him, so I'm going to learn and I'm going to do this. And, like, to have parents so loving like that is, like, is a rarity. Like, not yeah. everyone gets that. And it seems like yours are, too. Even if they do passive-aggressive little notes. <laughs> <laughs> that was but so it's good. so nice to have. And it's like, it won't be there forever. And then you find somebody, and then it's like, okay, you're... T- like, I learned that every time. So I was like, I had to split holidays. Like, I haven't had two full holidays with my parents since I was, like, 18, 19. Right. So, like, I will, I'm so excited to, like, embrace having Christmas and Thanksgiving with them this year. Like, because it, awesome. it won't be that way forever, whether it's time or a new relationship or moving back up here again, because, like, I'm not staying in New York. Oh, my God. That's, like, the hardest part. I'm, like, going to be moving to, like, Trumperland. That's right. And, like... They do not have the foliage up here or down there. Like, they don't have the what? Oh, the foliage. foliage. They don't have like the back roads. Like, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. thinking about that. And I'm like, I'm going nuts. Like, I'm like, Shannon, like, can I stay with you? Like, Chelsea, can I just like spend a weekend? Like, how often like can I come up here? Like, I'll be able to afford it. Like, I can get a hotel every other weekend. I'll come up. Like, I'll come back. <laughs> I was like, it's gonna be fun, but like, this is definitely where it's gonna be forever. So it's like a crazy transition almost. Super but it's worth it just to enjoy that time with family. Absolutely. For a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a teeny tiny bit. So yeah. Oh my Sorry, god. Sorry, I ended up we, going on a tangent. We both did. <laughs> About what? parents. So what did you expect 24 was going to be like when you were like 16? <laughs> or Shannon, we were both like we're suicidal teenagers. We didn't think we'd make it this far. <laughs> When I was 20, I thought it was, I wasn't going to make it this far. Uh, no, nine, 19, 20? Yeah. 19 going into 20. I didn't think that I would make it this far. But I, here I, we are, despite here it all. Should have planned this better. But yeah, didn't work. But, so when I was 16, I thought, <laughs> I thought that I was going to be a successful engineer for BAE systems. Oh, how things just, have changed. Just building missiles for, you know, 100,000 a year. That's what my dad does. And that's it. Different company, but yeah. Um, and it's, do you think you're in this, like, routine, like, on the conveyor belt kind of thing? Yeah. I, I thought it was just so straightforward and narrow. I do this, I get this. It really is it. And then I sit and think about it, and I'm like, how do people do this for, like, my parents are facing retirement, I'm like, how do they do this for 40 years? Like, I'm in this 40 years now, and I'm burned the fuck out. Like, I'm excited to get laid off, so I can, like, have two months, like, laying grass, and, like, go on a few trips. I'm like, how am I supposed to do, because, like, 
even like owning the house, I'm like, okay, I have to like do all this, like I have to run everything. Like even when I was married, I made four times the max I was like, I have to like run this whole house, I have to pay everything. I was like, I can't get sick, I can't take time off. I'm like, how do people live with that pressure for 40 years? I have no idea how I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to figure it out. <laughs> they, I asked my parents the same thing. And they said, just make the small moments count. Make the small mo- moments count and plan for the next small moment. That's it. My, as we talked about, my parents had me young. I was planned, but still, I was, I was wicked. I think of all the stories I've had, even from 23 to now, and how much I've developed. And like they, my parents had to develop that while I was still I existed. Yeah, while and, you were growing. Yeah. So, and they just said even after, even on your worst days and at work the worst days, seeing you and putting you to bed, seeing you sleeping made it all worth it. I'm like, you just had to clean my shit up for the past eight hours. How is that worth it? They're like, when you get there, you'll understand. I'm hearing that. It almost like I get it because they're my dogs. But like, I've gotten that with them too. Like, there's times where they were both like super sick, and like, and I'm just like, it's worth it. Like, I can only imagine that growing when it's like a family and kids, and like you're building all this, and like my dogs don't have niche interests, but like learning like things that they love, and like learning it for yourself, like how my parents did for me. Like, it sounds beautiful, but like. Yeah, looking back, like, 16 for me to 26, I'm like, I was a naive-ass bitch. I mean, I did everything, and that was a big thing. I was like, I took off all the boxes, and I was like, why am I so miserable? Dude, I was like, I got the right? house, I got this, I'm looking into adopting children. I was like, why do I hate this? You're going to adopt? That's Whoa. what hit me on the divorce train. We started getting going through the application process, and I was like, I can't raise a child with this person. I was like, they can't even be nice to me. I was like, I can't oh do God. it. So there was a lot of reasons, but like we started looking at that and buying another house. And I was like, if I buy another house with this person, I bought this house by myself. I was like, he can then have rights to this house. I was like, I don't want him to. And then I'm looking and I was like, I adopted all the pets and I wouldn't let him have his name on them. I was like, I was like, I knew this was coming from like the get go. Yeah. Well, we had gotten engaged when we were like 19 and 21, I think. And then he called it off because he wanted to be polyamorous. And Red then, flag. And then Sorry. he also told me that like three months before the wedding. And I was like, oh, well, like, you could probably figure it out. Again, if I do something, I go hard. <laughs> but it's also like you said, it's almost like you want to go through every avenue to the last possible second. Yeah. Because like we had broken up with that one point, and I was like, those what ifs are going to haunt me for the rest of my life. And while I wish I didn't waste four years or whatever, I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to wonder what if. I saw everything. And it's given me some great stories. <laughs> some that can't go on the internet, some that can. <laughs> but like, I'm so glad that like I, it may have taken me a little bit longer to figure out what I wanted. And I realized I want that. Just got out. Because <laughs> it'll be worth it one day. Absolutely. Because you got to find something that matches your energy. And that's like the hardest problem. And that's like what ties into dating. It's like, everyone sucks. There's some people you meet and you get along and you could be good friends, like here we are, like, but it's like, most of the time, like, 
Oh. I'm like, am I this bad? Like, <laughs> have I met people and I'm feeling they feel the same way that I'm feeling about them right now? Like, oh my god. I'm very big on like the smile and wave boys until I can leave and like block their number. Like, I'm not very like confrontational at all. <laughs> and smile and wave boys, smile and wave. That's my life's motto. Because I'm so bad at confrontation. I was like, I used to be so confrontational, so argumentative, and I was like, I don't like being crazy. Can I be a sarcastic asshole? Can I make people's life harder by being a bitch? Yes. And when I get comfortable with people, the bitchy side totally comes out. But I'm like, I can't do that on the first date. Like, what if they have a gun? <laughs> That's where my mind goes. I'm like, because I've had people where I'm like, oh, I'm not interested. Like, one of the first times I used Tinder, I was like 18. Yeah. And I went on this date with like this 23 year old. And we went out, and he was shorter than me. He lied in the profile. Ooh. I can't do that. I'm, that's Sorry. one of the things, like how people like blondes. People, I like people like Call six it. foot four and up. That's, thank you. And I reached the bar, baby. <laughs> I reached the bar. So like, that's just one of the things for me. And like, I was like, hey, I'm sorry, this is gonna work out. Threatened to kill me. Knew where I lived, because I had a unique car, so he saw it like driving past. And he worked, him and his twin brother worked at the stop and shop at my dad's house. I still can't go there. One of them still works there, I don't know which one. I still, I'm 26 now. This was almost 10 years ago. I still can't go back there. Cause it would just be nuts. Living, or working at a stop and shop for nine years now. I would, I would it was the tall, not even the tall. It was the beard and the tattoos. Ah, uh, there it is. Yep. I, I got done in. <laughs> Do you have a motorcycle? I have no idea. That's the thing, motorcycle used to be a huge ick for me. Like, my ex has wanted to get one, I was like, no, you're not allowed to have one. I was like, no. Because they're such, like, death machines. They scare me. Did you ever get one? Um, I'm in the process right now. I just... How exciting. Yeah. I know you've been looking for a while, so at least it's worth it. Yeah. It's, uh... There's... Just about right now is the start for the four-month window where there's a ton of deals on them because everyone's like... I didn't ride it this season. Oh, this summer, I need yeah. to get rid of it. Don't want to um, store it for the winter. Exactly. That's awesome. So I'm, I'm looking at one right now. Um, I hope it works out for you. That's sick. Fingers crossed. You'll see on the snap story. Oh, yeah. The motorcycle has never been one for me. It's the tall beard tattoos. Two minimum. That's like the thing. Everyone has a yeah. type I've learned, apparently. Absolutely. But, yeah, no. And then, yeah, so dating life. What is your craziest dating story? Oh God! Do you, do you know the? Because I feel like you have a lot of them. Because like we've been talking, you were like, "Wow, you're kind of sane," and I was like, "Maybe." <laughs> I. So, this was four years ago now. So oh my God! Was, and it's still with you. It, this is by far the worst one. I, I'm all for however you want to present yourself. However, one of my big icks is body odor. Yeah. Just even if you have like a natural, like odd scent, put in some perfume or cologne, and it's fine. At least try to do something for it. Try to show you care about yourself. Try, yeah. Exactly. So this girl and I were talking for a little bit. I decided to go up, and I drove all the way up to Old oh Orchard. God, you told me this one. Yes, continue, I, continue. It was a good one. I drove all the way up to Old Orchard, Maine, to a college around there. I meet up with her. 
she looks nothing like her profile. And we were just texting. I wasn't smart enough to, you know, FaceTime her beforehand or anything like that. And just like, you seem pretty cool. Let's go up. And the day prior, I was actually at a Zach Brown, con- Zach Brown Band concert. Oh, funny. Right? And she's like, oh, something horrible just happened. Like, I completely understand if you need to cancel the date. Yada, yada, yada. She goes, ah, no, don't worry about it. We'll still continue. I go, all right, sounds good. So I pick her up, and I drove past her three different times. She saw me. Oh, because you weren't because sure it was her. I didn't think that it was her. It, her roommates walked her out to me. All just... So, like a chirping kind of thing, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So I go in to hug her. She has B.O. and rank-ass breath. I go... All right, you know what? I'll be kind. I'll be fine. It'll Can't be really get out of it. And I. So it's like the last day that everyone goes up to Old Orchard for all the travelers. Yeah. All the people that have vacation homes up there. So there was a ton of traffic on the way up. We go over to Kittery to have this date. We were flirt. We were flirting heavy before all this, and then Amelia stopped. I forgot the bad news part of this story. Her dad was in the hospital for a major heart attack. Oh, and that's what was the bad news. That was the bad news. Okay. Um, and she didn't go to see him. She chose to go on this date instead. Like, oh, all right. I mean, your life. So, like I said, we were flirting heavy over text, and. We get into the car, we drive there, I'm completely, because the car is just filling up with onions and sardines at this point. Oh my god, it's like, how do you even smell like that? Right, and not, not do anything about it. Anyways, I, we finally get to the place, she's touching me this, the entire time, I'm not reciprocating, I just... I need this to be You're like, I need to eat lunch and I need to go. Exactly. But what would have been, you know, like a 20-minute drive ended up being an hour and a half because of all the traffic. So it was an hour and a half there. We go, we try to get a seat, but of course, there's a wait. So we're waiting outside on the picnic bench. She goes onto my lap and whispers in my ear, I want you to fuck me right here, right now. I go... There's, the there's, there's two children on the other side of this picnic table. Oh my god. What the actual fuck? So, I'm like, maybe later. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So, maybe. Maybe not right now. So I go, we finally get called to the table. We sit down. The waiter comes over. They go, oh, what, of course, what do you want to drink? I give my order and I wait for her to order and she just go she goes silent and shakes her head like no. I go, alright, sorry, just give us a minute. I lean over and she goes, I can't talk to strangers. Like what do you, you just you just who, got in a car with a stranger for an hour. Yeah, you, you I am absolutely a stranger to you. What the what the hell? She goes, you, you, this is why I want you have to order for me. I go, alright, alright, sounds good. Um I need to go to the bathroom. So I call up my dad. I'm dad the, to the rescue. Dad to the rescue. I'm like, 
in exactly seven minutes, you are going to call me with a family emergency. I need to get out of this horrible day. And he's like, I got you. The, I go back to the table. We order. My dad calls me up. Gives a story about how this is your mom's last day before she goes to school. She's already really upset with you. Why aren't you home? I'm like, perfect. Sounds good. I'm like, ah, we, we got to wrap this up. I... We finally, we get everything to go because I'm not spending a single moment longer than I have to. Can you eat with the smell? I cannot just, I, I played team sports for my entire childhood. I went through puberty BO with myself, locker rooms. This by far was the worst BO that I've ever smelled. That's crazy. Apparently it's a big issue with girls. That's wild. I don't... I live with perfume. I have my nice little perfume collection. Like, that smells good. Everyone has their own natural smell. This just... It was rancid. This was not shower. This is... This is not shower. No self-care. No... She looked clean, but just the smell... It was a horrible smell. Um... So I finally drop her off and she goes, do you want to come in? As soon as she opens the door, I go, nope. She steps out, closes the door, and I just drive off. I unadd her on everything. Um, That was, I probably didn't describe it, how horrible it was, because I blocked out a lot of the parts from my memory. (laughs) But I just... What I vividly remember was me in traffic on the way back home from Kittery, both hands on the steering wheel, just looking dead ahead, listening to Young Gravy. It's a guy I just see the block. <laughs> just dead ahead, not doing anything. Eventually, I call up one of my friends, tell them the story, and he's pissing himself laughing. I just, oh my god. That's awful. What's your worst? I feel like there was probably some years ago, but one of the recent ones, it was probably over the summer, we had went to the, so it was like nice, like you get the phone call, like you get comfortable with the person, whatever, I'm like, okay, yeah. but like, you're, I'm looking at the pictures, and some of the pictures, like, I'm like, okay, like I can't tell if like, he has like long hair, or short hair, thick. like I'm like, I can't tell, like they're all different, and for me, like, I dye my hair, so like, I honestly am like off all the apps like I'm like there are like no notifications in another folder right now so I'm like I'm not updating them but like if I dye my hair like I change them because I'm like you want to look real and I can ask a friend to take two pictures of me like it takes two seconds like just ask somebody and so I'm like I can't really tell whatever and so he like was like let's go on this date and I was like I'm texting Shannon I'm like I don't want to go I was like, I changed my mind. And she's like, Sarah, you have to be nice to the nice guys. You have to give them a chance. I'm like, no, I don't want to. No, she's like, no, I don't, don't want to. I was like, you. I was like, you can't make me. She's like, Sarah, just go. I'm like, I don't want. I'm like yelling at her. <laughs> she's like, just go. It's like fine. So I agree to go, and I stupidly give him my address. And so he shows up, whatever, and he goes to come in, and he bought tickets to the local drive-in to see Barbie. And my friend's like, see, like he's like a feminist, like wants to go see Barbie, like it's great, it'll be fine. And I'm like, no, I, no, no, you're lying, you're wrong, like no. <laughs> And so he's like, oh, like, can I take a hit out of my phone before we go? Because we were driving in my car because his wasn't good enough. If a guy's car is not good enough to me, also they get it. I, Wait, what was like, that? He was like, it's not clean enough. It's not this. And I'm like, 
first off, big ink for me. I've learned that like I like people that take care of their stuff. Not that my car is perfect, but like I'd clean it out, you know. And so I'm like, okay. And he goes, oh, is it okay if I like, run to my car and take a hit really quick since you're gonna drive? Yeah. And I'm also like, big ink. Like, uh, if you were gonna do that, you didn't have to tell me. You didn't yeah. have to make a big spectacle of it. And even like I get people do it for anxiety, but like, do you feel like you have to like smoke to be around me? And he pulls up like slicked, greased hair, long ponytail, like down the back, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, he's at my house, bought these tickets, and I have learned if I get the ick for somebody, I start insisting on paying for everything because I don't want them to feel like they owe me. Because I had a high school boyfriend that he was like, I bought everything for you, you have to do this, like you have to do that. So I'm very big on like, this is mine. Traumatic, I guess. And so, like, we go to this movie, he gets, like, a lot of food, and I'm like, let me just buy it, let me buy it, let me buy it. He's talking shit about his ex from two years ago. Mind you, when I date somebody, I'm in the middle of the divorce. And, like, I'll tell people what they feel like they need to know, or, like, progress on things, but, like, and why the relationship ended, that's important. But this guy's like, yeah, fuck this bitch, like, blah, blah, I want to be the hot ex, so I go to the gym, like, and I'm saying that, I'm like, you have a rat tail. <laughs> My guy. So... <laughs> We continue on this date, and I buy like fifty dollars worth of food. And I was in the middle of the diet, so like I'm not really eating, whatever. Yeah. And we go to this movie, and not even ten seconds in, this man's arms are on me, and I'm like, I freeze like a deer in headlights. I'm like, I guess this is how I'm sitting for the rest of the fucking movie because I'm not saying shit because I'm afraid of men. Men scare me. Sexuality is not a choice. Men scare. Me. <laughs> and as he does this, Michael, he weasels his head right here and goes. The longest fucking sniff I've ever experienced. And I'm saying that I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, you can't be fucking for real right now. And I'm like so not confidential, I'm afraid to say something. So I'm just like uh. sitting there, I'm like, okay, the movie's going on, whatever. It ends. And he goes, Oh, like, can I kiss you? I do not want him near me. But I don't feel like you could say no to that question. I genuinely don't. So I say yes. And he's like, Well, you have to ask nowadays, because you know how bitches are. Oh my god. What? That explains the rat tail. That explains... And so then have you seen the Barbie movie? No. Do you understand the premise? Honestly, I'm not a big movie person. I'm not either. I hate movies. I hate movies. But, so I went to see this. And so essentially it's like, it shows how like the patriarchy would be if it was like women but like uplifting or whatever but like the men learn about the patriarchy and want to like embody it and dis- discredit women and how like Ken only has is like obsessed with Barbie and how like women get like obsessed with men and like and he's like I feel bad for Ken that must be really hard and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> so Shannon got an earful after that and she's like I'll never make you go on a date again and I was like thank you he still, I've tried to remove him on Snapchat multiple times. It will not let me. I don't know why. I'm like, I don't I'm like, I just have to block him at this point. Like, yeah. every day I get a Snapchat. And I'm like, it's been months, my guy. It's not happening. And he's like, I just, because he like lived with his parents. And like, that's also one I struggle with. Like, depending on why. Because like, I'm about to live with my parents. But like, it was like a big ick. And I'm like, he's like, I moved in my own place. I like, can come over and I'll like, cook for you sometime. I'm like, take my silence, please. Pretty, pretty, there's pretty, please. Like, there's a reason that, like, I stopped answering you. Because, like, I feel like after the first date, like, you don't really... I feel like you don't owe anyone, like, a breakup text until, like, you, like, agree to be, like, exclusive with them. 
Like, otherwise, it's like, you go on a few dates and not get along. Like, you, it just, no one owes anyone really anything in that instance. Like, it's a weird thing, but like, even like my friend was like, he went on a few dates with this girl and he's like, she stopped answering me. And I was like, either there was a higher up weather on the roster, she wasn't yeah. that interested, or maybe she just doesn't want to date. And it's not personal, but like, if she reaches out in six months, remember that she didn't handle it well. Right. You know? Like, that's the biggest thing. So, like, close the doors if you think that there could be an opportunity one day. And that's, like, the biggest thing. So, yeah, that was my most recent. I've had that, too. The, like, first week I started dating after the divorce, there was another guy. Snooping. And then I'm like, do I smell that? And then they're all like, no, you smell great. And I'm like, okay, like, do you, are you just, like, deprived for affection to hire a prostitute? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> why me? <laughs> Please don't let it be me. Yeah, like, sniffing my head, sniffing my neck, and I'm like, I get that apparently you're supposed to be attracted to, like, somebody's natural scent, like, for a long-term yeah. partner, so you'll see a big thing. Yep. Should've learned that for my marriage. Anyways. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, the humor just slips out. I can't help it. <laughs> Speaking about dark humor, so Christmas is coming up. My robbery story. My, oh, parents, yes. my parents keep on saying, what do you want for Christmas? And like, the police department has an entire list. <laughs> what did they steal, if you don't mind me asking? They stole, they stole a full set of golf clubs. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you golf. Here and there, I'm Same. horrible. <laughs> I am, I, it is in a passion of mine. It, it's going a, to the driving range after a rough day. It hits different sometimes. I want to go golfing again. It's been a while. Well, once again, another... Once, <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas. Once my parents get the police report. So golf clubs, happens. that's a lot of so, Yeah, it's a ton of money. They stole my $300 earbuds. They stole, of course, the backpack. Um, they stole a ton of gift cards. They almost stole my registration because I'm an idiot and kept my vehicle registration and my... Wasn't it supposed to be in the car? Yeah, but I didn't lock my glove box. I don't lock my glove box. I would recommend it. I learned to now. Yeah, um, I am right. They stole, um, you know how I like axe throwing. Yeah, oh, they, they stole, stole my it? axe. There's so many. There's so much. I'm still finding out stuff to this day wow. that they stole. So at the time of the report, it was a thousand dollars. It was keeps probably growing. it just keeps growing. Fuck, into my car. When they got the guy, they actually had my Jeep toolkit. And he's like, is this yours? And I'm like, yep, that wasn't in the police report. We forgot about it. That's rough. They stole my Mylar blankets. It's this really yeah. good material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's crazy. Sorry that I interjected. No, no, you're fine. I was I was done. Okay. I don't even remember. I've, I've, so while I'm training these guys in India, they love to interrupt me. Oh. I file. <laughs> I start getting louder. And then they're like, Sarah. And I'm like, you can wait until I'm done speaking. To the point that they're like, oh. I do not do well with men talking over me, so if I thought you would, I would have been an absolute bitch. <laughs> Good for you. See, there's certain instances where the bitch comes out. It's rare now, but it's, it's strong. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Tom, she's like, you just gotta be peaceful at the office. And I was like, no, fuck those guys. Fuck them. No. I was like, I don't be nice. But yeah, no, I know you had mentioned the three-month rule, and even I was mentioning, I was like, telling my friend, I was like, yeah, I'm doing this today, and I was telling him about, like, your mentioned three-month rule, and he's like, that's a good idea. He's like, I think I've heard of that. So I'm like, I'm guessing it's a thing. I learned it from one of my other friends. It just and through the web of all traumatized by dating friends. <laughs> because I've, I've been single. It's getting to the point where I'm the problem. 
<laughs> it happens. Um, I've been from my last relationship. I've been single for about six months, six months, eight months, something like that. But before that, it was like five years. Yeah. So I've been in the dating scene for ages. It's a veteran. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am getting my cross this month. It's okay. a big deal. I know. Purple Heart coming next. <laughs> <laughs> for my service from that horrible date. Yeah, honestly. The... Yeah. yeah, no, sometimes I'm like, am I the problem? Like, someone will ask me to be vulnerable. Like, I'm open on the internet. So, like, I'm happy talking about, like, my divorce, my anxiety, whatever. But, like, even the other day I was having an anxiety flare. And someone was, like, talking to me. And I was like, no. No. This is me. I was like, I'll call my friend. <laughs> so, no. It's like, I was like, maybe I am the problem, too. Because, like, I'm very good at, like, even I remember, like, when I first started dating, like, very big on, like, the wife front. Because, like, I was like, let me do everything. Let me do everything. I was like... If I date someone, it'd just be a girlfriend. Like, I gotta... It down a notch, like... And that's, like, the biggest part of, like, learning how to, like, exist in a relationship because you get so involved in your own life that, like, you go on a date or something, you're like, okay, how do they... How would they fit into my life? Exactly. And then you're like, oh, do I alter my life? Do they alter their life? And then sometimes I'm like... "Mm." And the one that I've had, I've... I've learned that, especially at the start of it, don't alter your life for that. Yeah, that's the biggest one. I've learned that a lot with like talking stages because you get so excited, and then I'm like, I spend all this time talking, and like, then they come over, and it's like, Ugh. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I'm like uh, abort ship, like abort mission, like I'm I'm good, you know. And it's like I just, I remember like I was like I was texting the entire time I was on like a mother daughter trip, like not the entire time, but like I was checking my phone. I was like, I didn't even be doing that. So now it's like super passive. I I not even talking to anybody, but I'm like super passive. I'm like I'm good. Like right. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this like all or nothing. And it's like taking the time to like develop that because otherwise it's like this like anxious attachment style of like I want this. Or then you learn somebody and you peel back the layers and you're like, oh, I actually hate that. That's not what I had to do in my mind. And you kind of <laughs> suck. Like right. I've had that a few times. I'm like ah uh, yeah, that's just me looking for. <laughs> the bright side and this person doesn't have any so uh, there's my exit <laughs> it's definitely an adventure 100% I'm trying to think is there anything else I did have something to ask you yes so <laughs> this is slightly confrontational it's alright you had showed me your twitter on our first date and so I went creeping Kitchen a blue super was that me no. Oh my god. Because it was the last day I saw you, and I was like, oh my god, did I do something? No, I was like, did no, I? No, no, no. I it's totally so, fine if I did, but I just want to know what I did. No, no, no. So, my. That. Well, I was telling so, my friend, and she was like, you hor- have to find out. Horrible time. Absolutely. I mean, but, it's okay, just tell me. So, my sister's ex has a blue super, my friend's ex had a blue super. My ex had a blue Subaru, and they all fucked them over. Oh, so, so you were talking about it. And, and, and just like, never trust a, trust a bitch in a blue Subaru.